an average lifelong anime fan who barely has time to watch anime with even less time to create a show about it, manages to make a mediocre anime podcast that somehow performs slightly above average. While sometimes unprofessional and lacking expertise in certain areas, this show attempts to indulge the everyday casual anime fan and the otakus that may have fell through the cracks of society being left with a desolate need to hear something. So tune in for a decent, minimal effort season with random dialogue, nostalgic tangents, sporadic friends, and occasional adventures. Yeah, welcome to another episode of Roscoe's Anime Podcast. Once again, I'm Roscoe Son, a.k.a. the brother Roscoe. And who I got with me is Azrael. My name is Sol. Yeah, once again, Azrael on, on the podcast. And we got a special guest today. And uh, Sol, go ahead and, uh, well, Sol, the name Sol, you know, like just like I, I, I thought when I first heard it. You're a Soul Eater fan. Yeah, I am. And so why 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 Soul? Is that where the name come from? Yeah, Soul is one of my favorite characters. It actually goes back to one of my original memories of like video games and MMOs. I really like characters with white hair, with sharp teeth, with his demeanor. It, he kind of just really fits my vibe. Hey, so he fits that, yeah. White hair, sharp teeth. <laughs> Already. Hey, so uh uh Azra, how, how do y'all two know each other? Uh from high school. Pretty much. I think we were, yeah, we were both in the computer lab at the same time a lot of time. Ah, uh, really? And y'all just started bonding over anime? We actually met in automotive class over Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's up. So you were a Pokemon fan back in the day? Yeah, I am. I still am. Oh, that's what's up. Uh, to what extent? I know basically everything. All right. Uh, have you have you read the Pokemon Adventure manga? I have not. Oh, man. You, you got to. You got to. Have you heard about it? I've heard it's pretty graphic. Uh, it, well, it, it's more it's more dark and it's more mature. I haven't gotten into I started reading. Um, I bought, like, the Takuban because um, uh, they have, like, the whole series out now like that in special collector's editions or whatever. I got the first one. I read, like, the first seven chapters, and I was like, oh, man, I'm going to hold off on this because when I start the podcast... Then I'm going to read it because then I'm going to talk about the chapters as I go. Because of basically what everybody says, yeah, as I agree with it. It's a little bit more mature, a little bit more darker. Yeah. But uh, you play the video games? I played every single one. Oh, that's what's up, man. Um, you still watch the show? Yes, I do. Oh, what is, what is the, the newest I'm arc watch, or season? I'm watching Journeys right now. I'm not all the way caught up, but I'm I'm still chipping at it. Okay, you know, Journeys, um, uh, I haven't seen Pokemon since, like, or I mean, since the the Johto League, way back in the day. That's when I used to watch it. In my opinion, in terms of the structure, Journeys has got to be one of the best seasons that I've seen. Yeah. Because instead of staying in just one region, Ash gets to travel all over the world to the previous regions doing different adventures and meeting different people. And there's a world tournament going on where he can kind of climb through the ranks by battling people, and he's trying to become the best trainer in the world, where he'll get to fight Leon at the end. Yeah, and there's a lot of legendaries and stuff, right? Yes, a lot of like epic-looking episodes, and I've seen clips like, 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 like. Um, I, I didn't seriously watch it since the Johto leagues, but then off and on, you know, I've seen little bits here and there. 
But um, Journeys actually made me want to watch it. I'm like, man, that looks cool. Because even even though I didn't watch the show no more since way back then, I kept playing the games and stuff like that. And so when I seen Journey, I was like, man, that's pretty cool. Uh, did How many trainers still had legendaries like Brandon or Tobias from Journeys? You know, normally most of the battles that they run into with legendaries are usually wild. So I, I can't really confirm nor deny all of them. Oh, complete the fifth. Uh, so okay, so one thing I, I one thing I wonder I seen clips where they're battling, and and a trainer like I, I can't recall who it is, but a trainer pulls out like a legendary Pokemon, and the legendary is a different color than it should be. So what what was up with that? Shining legendary. Is it so? Is it not the actual legendary? Well, or in, in the series, did it I change think, color? Well, I think chronologically, some legendaries there's more than one of in the actual anime, so there can be some that are shiny. Some Pokemon like Mewtwo, there is only one of in the main in the actual anime. All right. To my knowledge, most legendaries reproduce asexually. So there's usually only one in the world at a time. So if they get caught, they reproduce? Or if I, I'm not actually sure. I'm just going off of the, okay. the Power of 2000 movie. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. That's what's up. Hey, man, that, that, was, that was an awesome movie. Uh, so in my in my opinion, the first three movies were the best. The, the first Pokemon and then the... Was it the 2000? That was the one with yeah. the legendary birds. Mm-hmm. And then the third one with Entei and the unknown. Well, it wasn't really Entei, but it was the unknowns. But yeah, I, they're pretty good. I also like the the Celebi movie. Yeah, the fourth one. That's when, like... Pokemon Forever. It's kind of weird at near the end when you have a bunch of Celebis from different timelines all coming to this one. Like, if... Because more than one of the same legendary can exist in the same space. I wonder if there's multiple... Multiverse. Yeah, or it's a timeline because Oak was younger in that movie. I mean, if you watch, watch like Sun and Moon, there is a multiverse, so it's not that far fetched. Well, they've actually said the games um, exist in different universes. Like, even the re- when they remake ones, like, like Hearts, Heart Gold and Soul Silver and then Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, like, they're, they're remakes to us, but in the actual existence, they they exist like in a in a parallel universe. They are, unless it's explicitly stated otherwise. Yeah, I and then um, after, uh, I want to say, maybe like after uh, like the Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum, or maybe after X, X and Y was the first one they said was in another. Yeah, I don't know. I watched a very complicated video on it one time. It broke it all down. I don't know if you ever heard about that theory. It was cool. But anyway, bro, uh, get back to it. Um, uh, what was your first memory of anime? One of my very first animes, I believe, was Samurai Champloo, Inuyasha, and Dragon Ball. Yeah. Dragon Ball? Yes, Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z. Oh, okay. So you saw that before DBZ? Yes. Oh, that's what's up. So where did you first watch it at? I first watched it at my uncle's house on a messed up TV. Yeah, but was it like um, like VHS? Was it DVD? Was it Tsunami? It was... Adult Swim? Like, where, where did you first... I believe it was Tsunami. Yeah, that's what's up. So those were like your favorite, your first favorites, or... 
It's whenever it, I first started getting into anime and started recognizing it as a different medium other than just a cartoon. Mm-hmm. And fun fact, I actually got kicked out of the house for watching Samurai Shampoo because I was cursing in it because I was so young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had to sleep outside. <laughs> that, uh, that, yeah, that anime is pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, so what else? Uh, you had to sleep outside. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have it turned up real loud or something? Or? No, my I was living with my uncle at that time. We were on a trip, and he was kind of drinking heavily, and he thought it was pretty offensive that a cartoon was cursing, and I was like under ten, so he he just kicked me out. Oh yeah, dang man, what wonder what he would think of the cartoons nowadays. That's true. Real. Uh, uh, so what? What other anime? So what, Brian? What age was this when you first got exposed? Oh, you said ten. Under ten, I'd say like eight, nine. Oh, okay. So from then, from then on, like you knew you liked anime. Or? One of the biggest pillars of and my anime experience, I think, was definitely Naruto. That was when I first started really getting into it, being able to get fully engrossed in the story, and I've basically followed it all my life. Oh, okay. Uh, I I started Naruto recently. I'm like on episode eleven. <laughs> That's cool. You you're in for a wild ride. Yeah, I see. I seen clips. Like I caught it on TV every now and then, but I didn't keep up with it. And it was just so much of a commitment. But it's like now, it's like it, it might take me ten years, but I'm I'm eventually. I started I started Naruto and One Piece. I'm like on episode four of One Piece. <laughs> I'm like it's just, I'm just gonna take my time with it. I like it so far. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, so. Yeah, so then from then on, like, what else did you get? Um, did you get into Pokemon? Oh, wait, so hold on. You, so you got into Samurai Champloo and stuff like that before Pokemon. It's whenever to clarify. It's whenever I started recognizing it as an anime. I never knew Pokemon as an anime. I mostly just considered it a cartoon. Oh, I got you. I got you. That's how a lot of people was when like DBZ <laughs> first came out. And a lot of people, you talk about anime, anime, and they're like, "Oh, you mean like like Dragon Ball Z, like Goku?" Like they still compare it to it like that. That's what's up, man. Uh, so um, after that, what what shows uh, after Naruto was there any favorites worth mentioning? I've definitely mentioned like a lot of the popular animes, like Bleach and yeah, Bleach is Bleach is the one I committed to. Bleach is definitely an anime that I was very obsessed with back in high school. You can ask Azrael. Yeah. Well, what about that? Like, we had, like, straight-up nicknames, and we there was a an online game that we would play every day. It basically was all what revolved around our high school life. Was it, like, nickname, like, Bleach character nicknames? Or what? Online aliases. Oh, okay. We had easily, like, Ten people in our school all playing this one game. Uh, uh, so evolution. Oh, Until one, one of the kids he knew made one of the Espada mad. So he decided to like wipe all of them out. We had like a year long war on this game with someone by the name of Ray Zorik. He was one of the. I think he was the ninth. The ninth Espada. And someone made him very angry by taking a spot. So he just started this entire war with everyone on the server and basically just killing everyone back whenever PvP used to be enabled. <laughs> yeah. Dang. That was uh, the Wild West of you leveling because while you were killing computers to gain experience to level up, 
other people could just attack you and kill you, and then you would lose the XP. <laughs> That's what's up. Uh, have you have you heard about the the bleach coming back? I have. I'm very excited for it. Uh, have you read the manga, the final arc? I've I've read it back in the day, but like to be honest, yeah. I can't really remember a lot of it. But from what I hear, they're going to make a lot of anime only changes to try and ex- extend it, etc. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the creator was very sick back then, so he had to end it abruptly, to my mm-hmm. knowledge. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think I read I read like probably I don't honestly I don't remember what chapter I got to, but I read a lot of it. Um, and uh, I really liked what I read back then, but then I fell off. And then I always wanted to pick it back up, but then I heard it's coming out, so I'm like, I'm just going to wait now. Did you hear about the special one-shot he did? Burn the Witch? I haven't actually watched no, it. No, no, no. I'm going to talk about that, too. But uh, after after the final arc of Bleach... The novels? He, he came, no, he came out with a special the, the, the one-shot, hell. like 70-page manga. The hell arc? It time skips, and Ichigo's son is like 12 years old. I've heard of it. I haven't actually read it, but I believe it's the one that discusses hell. Yeah, and they said that it's re- it's re- been received with so much popularity that he's going to continue on with the anime. Supposedly, it's going to be like a time skip. Oh, uh, sick! Because it leaves it leaves. Like I haven't I haven't read it myself, but you know I see the YouTube video. I try to resist the temptation, but it's like I I, I, just, I gotta see what that's about. You know what I mean? And um, somebody they they believe somebody's like pulling the strings because. So, so Ichigo has a son, but he's raising them in the human world. Ruki and Renji end up getting together. They have a daughter, but they're raising her as a soul, as a soul in the soul society. And, uh, but his son is still a soul reaper and he can see spirits like his dad could. And he's doing the soul reaper thing, but you know, like, hey, I can lead you to a place of peace. But instead of doing, uh, what's it called? When they tap him with the, is it Konzo or something like that? I might be completely wrong. I don't know. It's been a long time. But it's something like that. And, uh, you know, they send him to the Soul Society. Instead of doing that, he's opening portals to hell. He's like, just go through here. <laughs> and so everybody's like, who the heck taught him to do that? And so now the way he left it off, they're like, it's going to be some um, dark figure in the background, manip- maybe manipulating him or something. Something like that. That sounds almost like the plot of Shadowlands. Everyone goes straight to the wall. <laughs> uh but yeah, Have they discuss whether Ichigo is still going to be the main character or if his son is going to be the main character? Um, no, I don't know anything about that. I think um, the manga, I, th- I think some people did talk about that and they were trying to compare it like, to Boruto or something. But they were saying that uh, I think Ichigo got as much equal representation as his son in there. But uh, I haven't read it myself. i just seen what other people said about it. And I've seen like you know the screenshots and stuff. Of the manga and everything. But uh, Burn the Wish, though, have you checked that out? I haven't, actually. I haven't got to check that out, either. But uh, they already got the anime, right? Yes. Yeah? It's on my list. Uh, but have you heard about the connection to Bleach? I have not. Okay, so this is another this is another Fire Force uh, Soul Eater type thing. Burn the Witch is in the same universe as Bleach. Okay, but is it to the extent where they can meet the Soul Reapers, or are they intertwined in some way? Theoretically... They could meet the Soul Reapers because so because I I haven't read the manga I, I've seen like a little bit of the manga uh, I haven't even watched the anime but I want to so apparently Burn the Witch takes place in the future Burn the Witch the anime starts the same time that special one shot picks up so when Ichigo's son is twelve years old that's when the Burn the Witch uh, series starts 
So there may be some kind of connection. I don't know. But, you know, like Soul Society, they're like on the Japan side of the world. And so they're like so they're like uh, Soul Society East in the in the spiritual realm or, or I guess Soul Society, whatever it is. So Soul Society East is like superimposed on Japan uh, with Soul Reapers and Hollows. Burn the Witch takes place in Soul Society West, which is superimposed in London with witches and dragons. So, you know, I, mean, I don't know. It sounds crazy, but. Well, all the other factions are also based off of different nationalities. Like the, the Quincy's are based off of Germans. The yeah. Espada are based off of, like, Spanish. The the Soul Society are Japanese. Yeah, so it's like, you know, like the Serete and then, like, the, the Rukon district in the outside, you know, the whole Soul Society. So it zooms out of that. And the whole Rukon district and everything is just, like, in one big dome. In just like a barren desert. And so that's like Soul Society East. And then so apparently somewhere. And, and so apparently the Soul King is still king over all of it. Or from what, I, from what I've read. I don't know. But, you know, I I, I talk about that enough on here that uh, I need to go watch the anime. I'm kind of wondering what their <laughs> powers are based off of. Are they like, do they have Zanpak toes? Do they have brooms? Not well... I, I don't I think know. They have guns or something that acts like a wand. That's kind of a gun. <laughs> oh, okay. They went that direction. Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't remember. I know it has to do with dragons, though. And um, when the dragons appear, they're kind of like the hollows. I think they're invisible, and so it looks like yeah. uh, damage is just being done. But then um, I don't know. The witches are the ones that handle the dragons or something like that. I wonder what realm the dragons came from since the realms of bleach are mostly based on whether they did six or seven realms of buddhism because from what i remember soul reapers seem to be based on was it ashura ashura realm realm, yeah that yeah that's that's what's interesting so it's like it's kind of like the hollows are are just like localized to like japan or like the east uh, in the east side, and then it's like the dragons are over in Europe, like the the London. Because the hollows represent what was it, the hungry, um, hungry spirit realm. The dragons, if they're a reflection of them, they would have to like represent, I guess, the same thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I haven't even seen what they look like, so I don't know if they're actual dragons, like you know, like you would imagine. Or they're just like they, all dragons. Yeah, they look like dragons oh, yeah? for the most part. No, so. no hollow mask or nothing like that? No. They can look different. Some of them can look drastically different than other dragons, but yeah, it looks like a dragon if you look at it. Oh. There's some of the hollows. I wonder if they have different forms for certain criteria. That I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to meet at some point, though. Because if they specifically stated that Burn the Witch picks up when the time skip of Ichigo Sun picks up, then I'm sure it's, it's going to have, it'll, it'll meet somehow. You can also, well, some information we might can get from the, the Brave Souls game on your phone. Because a lot of the art directions are approved by Kubo, but they're, a lot of them are like just nonfiction from the series. Oh, really? And then, so, uh, so then besides Bleach, man, like, uh, what else? Like later on in life, like, like, through the years from back then until now, uh, what other ones that really... I mean, we can't name them all, of course, but, like, 
Is there any iconic that really impacted you or imprinted on you that we haven't brought up yet? Well, in high school, he met me, and then his life went somewhere from going up to going, like, down at a 40-degree angle. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I'm still working on One Piece. I'm I'm actually in Dress Rosa right now, so I'm still getting caught up myself. It's been, it's been a pretty good ride. I've also gotten into... Like, uh, one of the biggest franchises I've been a fan of is, like, Danganronpa. Mm. It's something I, I definitely recommend. Have you ever played it or seen it or anything like that? Nah, I've wanted, I've, I wanted to watch it, but I haven't. Uh, I, I don't know if you really have a time for it. That, that's one thing I will recommend is do not watch the first anime if you care about, like, the story and getting immersed, etc. Because they skip over a lot of stuff. It's only really like if you want to see it if, like, after you've already played the game and you just want to see it animated, et cetera, et cetera. Define first, because remember, you got an anime series that takes place before the events of the game. Right. You have Danganronpa the animation. That's the anime adaptation of the first game. You also have Danganronpa 3, the despair arc, the hope arc, and the... Future arc. The The last three are tied to Danganronpa 2 in terms of story. So don't watch those three until after you play Danganronpa 2. So okay, so what is this about? Because maybe I'm thinking about it's, something else. It's, a, it's set in a school, huh? generally. And there's a killing game going on where everyone has to kill each other to survive, basically. And whenever someone is murdered, there is a class trial that happens, and they the other students have to solve the murder, the murder's mysteries, and figure out who was the one that murdered the character. If the survivors discover who it was, then they get to survive. If they fail and the killer passes, then all of the remaining survivors are executed, and the the blackened gets to leave, essentially, and you kind of it's a it's a murder mystery game, and there's there's like a lot of big plot twists, and you just go through the game like normal until you get to the end and you find out the secret of everything that's been going on in that respective game. What kind of school is this? <laughs> what like what? Why are they there? What's the reason? They're why is it there? They are the students here are the best of the best. They are known as ultimates. They are in this prestigious academy specifically for them they are the world's hope they are the the those that will inherit the the will of the the earth essentially they they will be the the new your new surgeons your new business owners etc cetera, etc cetera. they are the they're the best of the best they're going there to test their skills they're here to learn they're here to they gonna be like the next illuminati or what like these are they elite or yeah they're they're elite in their like if someone is the ultimate physician they are the best high school level person for this field which means mm-hmm. that after they graduate they will immediately go to top the top of whatever institution they are striving for essentially Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe I was thinking about something else. That definitely sounds like I was, I was talking about something else, maybe. The na- I've heard the name, though, but maybe I haven't I haven't seen the anime. And it's, it's all very intricate, and it's puzzles, and it's cases, and it's characters, and character development. 
I, I definitely recommend it. Okay. And um, like, when did that first come out? It came out easily like... Are you you was real young or... No, 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 no. This was this was pretty like this was like high school age. Oh, well, that, I mean, to me, that's what I call real young. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> uh, so, like in in the, in the high school days and after up until now, like, well, maybe not now, but like uh, back in high school, like, wh- where did you uh, watch anime at? Like, did you watch it online? Normally, I just watch it online and on Toonami slash Adult Swim. Alright, you like the whole piracy thing? We'll just say no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where everybody, you know what I mean, back in the day, it's all good. Um, I mean, that's how Crunchyroll started. Right. You know what I mean? We were talking about that in, a, in another episode. But, um, so, uh, so what about now? Like, what's, what's some of the recent, most recent animes you watched? I haven't really had a time to, to really watch, watch what I've wanted to. One of the B animes that I've been into the most nowadays is MHA, My Hero Academia. Mm. And it gets a lot of, crap for certain things we'll say but i believe that the the pros outweigh the cons and uh yeah um like before we started recording we were talking about it and um i said i i'd watched like up to episode 10 i think and you asked me uh what i liked about it or whatever mm-hmm. and i know uh right away in the first episode i don't know i just felt it, kind of, it was kind of touching like he was he was he, he was a little boy and he was sitting like at the pc and he was what he was watching like uh was it All Might? All Might say Yeah. And he had he had the figure and everything and he was like rocking back and forth. And was it his mom that told him that No, it was it, actually the doctor it? that told oh, him doctor? that he wouldn't have a quirk because of he was missing a certain bone structure in his foot. Dang. <laughs> That's what it was? A bone structure in his foot? Yes. Whenever someone has a certain bone structure in their foot, it means that they will develop a quirk at a certain point in their life. If they don't have that, they're more than likely not going to develop a quirk. Dang. Spoiler alert for like 10 seconds. So if you don't yeah. want to hear it, cover yeah. your ears. I'm going to try but, and make this as spoiler free as possible, but we're going to... Because what he just said could have also been like a lie from the doctor. I'll yes. leave it at that. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. It could have been that could have been just a lie. Like the doctor lie? Yeah. Yes. You'll you'll learn why that could be a lie a little bit. No, I don't know why the doctor lied. <laughs> no, that's all no we're, we're not saying that he, he You don't did. have to worry about spoilers on here. Is is I, I put it to you that I I leave it up to y'all. Whoever's talking, if you want to warn them about a spoiler or if you want to hold back, you hold back. I mean I am not I'm not worried about them. I'm I mean, just, yeah, I don't care about you. <laughs> but I, I just don't want to ruin it for you, you know. Like I don't yeah. know how you really feel about it. Oh uh, no, that's not good, but like 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 I said uh, earlier, like it just makes me want to watch it more. Like when I when I hear about the details, it's like okay, now I want to see it for myself. Right. You know what I mean? It, it's like when I watch when I watch a show and I see something, sometimes I rewind it, like I wanna see that scene again. You know what I mean? It's like that. Like I hear about it, it's like okay, now I wanna see it for myself, like you know what I'm saying? We're going to try not to go like too deep. You think we should just say it or... Say Or Darth Vader dies at the end of the movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you say Sailor Moon? No, 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 no. I, I was just talking <laughs> to my brother. Like, uh, if... I mean, if you don't care, like, basically, it, it, it's it's kind of a, a contingency situation because there's a very striking resemblance between this doctor from the beginning of the series and a certain doctor that works for one of the main, one of, if not the main villains later on. Oh, okay. So that makes us think that maybe he could be lying about the whole foot thing for that purpose, for some purpose. That Especially we don't. because normal people 
When they talk to a doctor, they'll just believe whatever they tell you and not think about it. No, I'm going to Google everything. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they tell me not to. <laughs> Uh, so, so this is like a, a personal theory, or this is like a theory that's out there. Well, it's a personal theory, but it's not really that far fetched. I'd say uh-huh. it's it's because of a uh, this doctor. If he is the doctor that is in, involved with one of the main villains, it, there's kind of a an operation we'll say where he kind of obtains people's information about their quirks so that he can then refer them to his boss for. XXX reason, etc. Oh, okay. Like a, a brotherhood type X Men thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it was going. Oh, so, so, um, yeah. So the way the way I look at it is like it's it's an anime podcast. So if people are listening to it, it's like they can't expect not to like, hear spoilers. You know what I'm saying? But like, but basically, I'm not going to say who the character is. But his power is to steal other people's powers, which is their quirks. Mm. And he has his doctor, supposedly, this is our theory, on the inside to check all of the new kids and babies of their quirks, so that he can then relay this information to his master, so that his master can pick and choose which quirks he wants to steal later on, whenever they awaken them or fully realize them, etc. Which is. It's kind of weird to me since as you get as they get older, they find unique ways of using their quirk, which wouldn't be obvious when they were younger. And not to mention, just from physical training and passage of time, their course can change and power up and evolve over time anyway. So, is he? Did would he lie to people and tell them they don't have quirks because the person wants to steal them? Yes. Yes. <laughs> And so it doesn't. It doesn't need to awaken, like for for him to steal it, or no. He just has to touch their forehead, I believe. Oh, so he would. They would. They would believe they didn't have a quirk, and he would steal it without them even knowing. Yes. And they would just go on thinking. He also has the ability to give quirks to other people as well. So he could simply tell them that they got that they have a different quirk than what they were actually born with. If he just gives them another one. Yeah. Mm, okay. So, like Deku, did he not have like was it stolen when he was younger? We don't. We, we don't or know. It, we don't know for sure. Oh, okay. Huh. All right. And I, I, I like the anime. Like I, I want to get into it. It's just um, like one of the biggest things that I like about MHA is that it's it's very real. It's very it's heavily heavy into human emotions and realistic limitations on people's powers there's a lot of societal influences on how quirks are managed how criminals are managed etc etc it's all very structured and that's one of the things that makes it so interesting in my opinion it's kind of like the original x-men type of comic books but instead of them having they have some sort of like regeneration power and it's just infinite in MHA, it would be more reasonable to where it's really effective on certain injuries or until a certain point, until the individual just runs out of natural stamina, and then the power will stop working. One of the limitations of one of the main characters, will just he has a fire and a ice power. Basically, if he uses his fire side for too much... His body will continually overheat and overheat and overheat. If he overheats too much, he will die. 
But yeah. since he has his ice counterpart, he can just use his ice side to cool off his power, and it's kind of like an ebb and flow, and it's only really held back by his own stamina. It, it's that it's that kind of thing. It's very it's very tied down. It's very restrictive, so that they can't just spam their powers. They have to be intelligent with how they do things, which makes inherently the world a lot more dangerous because they can they can die at any time. Etc. Etc. That's actually a good thing. Then, so there's not there's not like a power creep, or there may be, but there's not like a big problem with the power creep, like wrong, like DBZ. How it's just like they just had to keep getting stronger and stronger. There's something brought up in the series. What was it called? The not black. It is the quirk singularity doomsday, where there is a theory that may or may not come true. Where as because quirks are hereditary. And there can be mutations. Like if mm. you, if your mom has a, a a fire quirk and your dad has an ice quirk, you can they will. There's a chance that they will pass down. Maybe you'll get just the fire quirk. Maybe you'll get just the ice quirk, or it could mutate into a fire and an ice quirk, or you could it could mutate and you could get an entirely different quirk. And the problem with quirks manifesting so early in life that you could have a kid with a black hole power or a dismantle human power and <laughs> and as these quirks pass down and they kind of just stack on each other they stack and evolve you could get like fire and earth or something and you get like a volcano power just as a mutation just as a example and it just keeps going down they just keep getting exponentially stronger and stronger and stronger and then you have a kid with basically a nuclear weapon at his disposal and you, you can't really manage that and that's one of the contingency for the show that could be a problem later on in the future mm. on the flip side of that there are also powers which people like think are basically worthless in terms of combat but we have characters in the series that have been shown through enough actual like training and dedication to their power they can in fact find ways of using it in combat situations Okay, so there's one character that he basically uses explosions. He can turn his sweat into nitroglycerin, which he can detonate at will. Now, normally that seems okay, but by conjuring it in one of his hands and jumping, he like has the ability to fly because he has propulsion, and he can use it to enhance the the impact of a lot of his attacks. And through a lot of training and hard work, each character has the potential to succeed and be strong. And that's another thing is that no character in MHA is the main character. Deku is the main character. Yes. But all the other characters get their own time to shine at one point. And what, so, so what's up with this villain spinoff? The vigilante. Yeah. Oh, is it vigilante? My bad. <laughs> See, I'm not, I'm not familiar yeah, it, like that. But so, it happens. I so that makes not. a lot more sense then because I picked up a manga and started, so it was a vigilante. So they're not villains. They're still villains. Man. This happened, the vigilante, I think manga took place before MHA. You have people... Oh, so it's like a prequel? Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. And is there not a, a villain? There's different... You know? There's different... Uh, not necessarily the villain story. That's another thing is that the villains are just... Well, and I won't say just, almost just as much main characters as the heroes are. Because they're trying to make a morally gray story where mm. the villains aren't necessarily wrong and the heroes aren't necessarily right. There can be a lot of gray areas. Okay. So, MVA is not a thing? 
my hero, my villain academia. Yeah. It is later on. It's not a full, a full episode. I mean, it's not a full series on its own, but it does happen concurrent to one of the seasons. Okay. And, it, and it's centered only around the villains. Okay. Cause yeah. see, uh, I, I heard about the vigilante thing. And then, um, you know, I, I listen to other like anime YouTube channels and stuff. And I heard somebody mention MVA. And so I thought that was like a whole nother spinoff or something. I guess I got those confused. That's what's up though. So, uh, so you like to do some voice acting, right? Uh, I'm not going to say I'm really good, but yeah. So, so, so tell me about that. Like, how did that start? Like, did, was that before you got into anime or is it? I've when always you got been, into anime? I've always been kind of a fan of like, listening to people voice act and speak. I think it really started back in high school whenever we were watching uh, DBZ Abridged. I started like trying to copy people's voices and that's where the Napa impression came from and it kind of escalated from there, we'll say. He also just tends to naturally change his voice depending on who he's talking to. Because right right now, he's not using his regular speaking voice. A lot of people will say that I'm kind of a social chameleon in that regard. Is like, I'll kind of accidentally, subliminally copy someone's accent, depending on whoever I'm talking to, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. And uh, did did I, Azra, did I hear you right earlier when you mentioned he could do a Kermit the Frog? No, he can't. I've never heard him do Kermit the Frog voice. I've heard him do... Can you can you do Kermit the Frog? Uh, we're we're just gonna say no. Are you sick? I felt like I almost heard it earlier, or did, did my mind just go there? Your mind mind is. Uh, my mind. I, I thought I thought when you were listing characters he could do, I thought you said, I thought I heard you say Kermit. Maybe that's why. And, I, and my mind just be things be rolling around there. <laughs> that's what's up, though, man. Um, but like, if there's any like DBZ or Bridge fans, if I can remember some lines, I can try and like. Oh, say yeah, whatever some, you want to do, man, feel free. Man. I can say, like, some uh, Napa stuff. Oh, wait, good book planet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Vegeta, can we go to the bug planet? If it'll shut you up for five minutes, then fine. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that's from DVZ Bridge. Yeah, it, it's really good. Like, if you haven't seen it, it's really funny. I'd recommend it. It's very high quality for just some an indie team. So, 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 so what is it? Let's talk about that. What, what is DBZ Bridge? It's a retelling of the Dragon Ball Z story in a comedic way. It's still touching on all of the major story arcs. It's just, there's a lot of jokes. There's a lot of crude humor. Did, this came on TV at one point? No, oh. this was a YouTube series. It was made by... It, ne- it never aired on Tsunami? Or no. no, no, no. This, this was a, a YouTube series made by a channel called Team Four Star. Yeah, yeah, it aired on, on, on Tsunami at some point. It did? And the only reason I know this is because uh, I would have never remembered it. But there's a website called Tsunami Aftermath. I don't know if y'all know about it. I don't. So it's 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 a website. It's called Tsunami. I, I, last time I checked, uh, it was down, so I was kind of sad. But all last year, I was watching it. And what it is is they, they got the the actual footage that they showed on live TV of like every single day on Tsunami, and this is what this this website plays twenty four seven, and it actually, it actually has the old school commercials from like way back then. Like the commercials are still in it, you know what I mean? And uh, like with Tom and everything, yeah, like the products and no, I'm talking about like the actual TV commercials, restaurants, products, other cartoons, and with Tom, yeah, everything with Tom. Wow. And so it's it's all the all the anime they ever showed, all the movies. And then it even shows, uh, you know how they had Cartoon Cartoon Fridays? 
They took a break from Snobby. That's even on there. You'll see Eddie and Eddie and stuff like that on there. And um, I saw that Team Four Star thing on there. And so I would have never remembered it. And then I was watching it. And so um, that's why I asked because I wasn't sure if that was if that was a DBZ abridged or if that was something totally different. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So can you, can you like, remember anything from it? or No, nah, I just remember it was like you said. It was like it was like a bunch of jokes thrown in there and stuff. Yeah. And um, I always heard about Team Four Star. I've seen them at a convention before, but I didn't really know what 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 they had. I didn't know that was them. But yeah, for anybody that doesn't know what that is, uh, check that out. Uh, Tanami Aftermath. They have a Twitter. That's why I learned about it on Twitter. Tonight. And uh, speaking of Twitter, go follow the podcast page on Twitter. It's by the same name, Roscoe's Anime Podcast. You can connect with us on there. Shoot us a message, comment, concern, complaint, whatever. Or if you got some requests uh, for uh, for Soul. Do some voice acting or something. Make it happen. We won't charge that much either. Yeah. Uh, so, what, so what, what is uh, uh, Dragon Ball AF? Uh, yeah, yeah, I ain't heard about that. I haven't actually. It's old. I know I used to hear about it way back then. Never <laughs> mind. There's a lot of stuff out there. Um, um, like, like I, I'm familiar with like uh, DBZ and GT and Super and all that. But some of that other stuff, you know, like a bridge, like I, like I know what it is now, but I wasn't sure why I go. That's what's up. What were you gonna say? Does the DAF was it an acronym or something? Mm-hmm. It was just like a continuation. I think it was a fan made thing. That might have been why we don't know about it. Yeah, I mean it's it was pretty big online, but um, I I never really got into it like that. Yeah, I, I know um, there was. I don't know if it's the same thing or not, but there was a fan made manga that looks really similar to Super with the Tournament of Power. And it was made years ago, and it had like a Frieza from another universe that was actually good. And when I was watching Super, I was like, "Wait a minute, this kind of seems familiar." I don't know who created it, or but I, I remember reading it way back then. AF might stand for Alternate Future. Alternate Future. It might. Hey, that's what's up. So GT ceased to exist, or it's a parallel universe. And my knowledge, GT is non-canon. According to Toriyama. So, like, Dragon Ball um, Superhero. Y'all seen that on YouTube? No. No? Um, you should check it out. Hey, if you like DBZ, you should check it out. I, I haven't sat down and watched it all. It was, like, each episode was, like, five minutes. And it's supposed to be promoting, uh, like, promotional for a game or something. Arcade game or something in Japan. But um, from what I've seen, uh, it was pretty awesome. And they made, um, like, Goku and Vegeta from GT were, like... The Time Force or something like that? Time Force Ranger? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> something like that, right? They were yeah, Guardians of Time. That's, that's part of the story from Xenoverse 2 and 1 for the most part. From Xenoverse? Yes, it's a Dragon Ball video game. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense then. If it was a promotion for the game or for a game or something, it's probably tied to it somehow. Like, yeah. I know the newest game that's supposed to come out this year is, what is it, Dragon Ball The Breakers? It's a game where... We don't know a lot about it, but there's eight people. Mm. There's like seven pretty normal people that don't really know how to fight. And then there's one raider, which is like the one bad guy. And the only playable one we've seen so far is Cell. And you start off in his little larva form. You walk around and basically eat civilians or kill some of the seven survivors. And he'll transform into his more powerful states. The goal is to either... Somehow knock out the raider, 
or to simply was it gather enough of the items and summon the time capsule to get away from the area before you die to sell. Mm. This doesn't involve the Red Ribbon Army at all. No, not really. Uh, I might. Uh, okay, I'm talking about something totally different. But um, so what's the name? You, you haven't seen the the villains in the yellow suits with like the gray faces? They have the little Red Ribbon logo on them. I haven't seen it. I don't think so. I don't know. I've seen things on Twitter talking about that this is the new movie or that this is the new game. I might be completely wrong. But, hey, you know, you read the description of the show. It's like, you know, you get what you get. <laughs> and uh, you said, that, you said uh, Roscoe, that you, you watched some One Piece. So what do you think of it so far? Oh, man, I like it so far. Um, but it ain't been a lot. I've watched like four episodes. Uh, I mean, I've seen it when, when it used to come on TV. I would catch it and uh, I wouldn't know what was going on. But, you know, I'd watch it, and it was cool. But it's just, um, it's just anime like, like Naruto and One Piece. I never got into, like, as into consecutively watch, go back and watch every episode because there's just too much of commitment. But now I decided to go ahead and do it and just take it, take my time with it. Just kind of enjoy it. And also, are you more of a sub or a dub fan? Oh, man, uh, probably dub. That's what I watch more. I don't got anything against sub, though. Like, I like sub. Oh, yeah, I'm neutral myself. I do prefer dub, though. But, like, if, yeah, if I have a choice, I'll go with dub, especially if it's, like, good voice actors. And it just pulls me into it more. You know what I mean? But I remember, like, uh, back in the day, uh, there was a website called uh, Get Bleach or Bleach Get. Get. I don't know if y'all, remember, y'all know what I'm talking about. I, I vaguely remember something like it that. Had, it had all the, the Bleach subbed. I caught up with the dub. And then I went ahead and watched all the because back then it wasn't no simulcast, you know. What I mean, it was like a whole year before they dropped in English. So yeah, so I had watched all of that, and then right after that is when I had started off with the with the manga, the final art. So it was way back then. But nah, man, I I, I won't be tripping. I don't agree with with some of the arguments people throw out there. You know well, why well, they prefer so? Huh? Well, well, like some people are like. Like they prefer sub because it's like the voice acting is just better. They convey the the emotion better. They articulate the words and the expressions and this and this. But I'm like, unless unless you're fluent in Japan yourself, it's like there's no way you're gonna know that. You know what I mean? Usually, the arguments that come up the most for me is it's like purists that this is the source material for Japan, so that it should be watched in. Japanese because they think that there's some things that are lost in translation. But if you're not someone that's a native speaker, how can you say that? Yeah, like white beard. Like what? Like white beard not having a beard. <laughs> there or, are some things that are lost in translation, but it's usually not that big of a deal in most cases. <laughs> and uh, what's what's your stance on fillers? Do you care about fillers? Do you like 100%ing a show? Do you try to skip over them or like if I'm watching the show? I'm going to watch through the fillers. If for some reason, like, I didn't really care about the anime, I may skip over the fillers. But if I didn't really care about the anime, I wouldn't be watching in the first place. Like, I would, uh, like, 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 let's take Bleach, to go back to Bleach, for example. I watched all the fillers for that. There was some I liked, like the Zanpakuto art, I thought it was cool. The Zanpakuto's came to life and stuff. And, uh, but then, like, um, the second season, the one with the bounce, like I was like, what are we doing? Is vampire energy vampires now? Like, yeah, I've I've seen all of them too. I think the Bount arc is the only one that I recommend skipping. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it was I just back then because I wanted more bleach. You saw his like next little stage and 
his transformation. People don't really understand how good they have it. We had to watch it week to week. We didn't really have the option to skip it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just, uh, I, I don't know. I hear a lot of people question, like, what were they doing back then? Like, like I, I think the bounce, the bounce could be cool if that was, like, their own, if they had, like, their own series or maybe not even an anime, just, like, a manga. Because, like, so in the way we talked about earlier, in the same world, on the other side of the world, he's introduced witches. So, I mean, so you got Soul Reapers, Rich Witches. I, I guess it could be Energy Vampires, you know, somewhere. They could be based off of the French. Yeah, they could have, like, their own their own um, story behind them. And then they could appear in there. But, like, making a whole season off that, like, and everything that was going on. I was like, nah, I don't know what we're doing. Thought they were going to bring in, like, werewolves next or something. <laughs> <laughs> For real, like... Well, we already had. Well, that. We, we well we have <laughs> we have a uh, Kamora. That's kind of the the next best thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I was one of my favorite characters. I thought he was cool. Uh, like the reason I brought that that filler thing, I was like, because One Piece is a very very long anime. They mm. there's been like some fan creations online that edit out the like all the filler, and they've re they've like narrowed down the dub to like a hundred and thirty or so episodes so far, hour long episodes. That removes all of the filler so that it flows a lot better, and all, most of it is manga canon. Wait, so, so the One Piece dub? Yes. Removed the fillers? No, no, no. This is a fan project. Like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I was just going to recommend it if you were uh-huh. if you weren't really into fillers, but like if you are into the sub, they have One Piece, where they do the same thing, except it's in sub. And then you have One Piece Kai, where they edit, <laughs> edit, the, edit the entire thing, but it's for dub. That's what I was about to add. It's like it's like a DBZ Kai type thing. Yeah, there's like an entire Google Drive of, of all the episodes. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's actually how I'm consuming it right now. Oh, where, where, where's that at? Like, where do you, where do you so, watch that at? It's on, it's on a Google Drive. It's on the internet. Oh, okay. No, but it's like you just you just search One Piece Kai? Yeah, you just go there. Uh, you search One Piece Kai. I believe the original creator, he had a Reddit page. I'm not sure of the actual URL right now. And you click on it. He has each of the arcs in different folders. He has just all the way up to Dress Russell right now. He will be editing Whole Cake Island after it's completely in dub. Mm. So how much shorter are we talking, like? Like there's a thousand episodes, a thousand thirty minute episodes in the sub, mm. and in the dub I believe there's like close to eight hundred right now, and he's narrowed it down to like a hundred and forty, hundred and fifty hour long episodes. So you could say that's like oh three hundred full length episodes. It got that much filler in it. Yes, it's got long range, long land in it. <laughs> And then there's a lot of, uh, and he cuts out all the recaps that makes up a lot of time. Like some recaps could be like seven, eight minutes in the episode and like, like including the opening, that's like 10 minutes you've already lost. And and then the ending, that's another minute and a half. Yeah. I'm I'm tempted to look into that, but then also sometimes, you know, like sometimes I enjoy fiddlers. So I might, I don't know. I might, I might just take my time. It might take me 10 years, but you know what I mean? I do a hundred episodes a year. Well, it, if it's, it's like hard to say. Like with like with One Piece, they're like, what do you constitute as a good filler? Well, I don't know because I'm not that familiar with the anime. Like I, I don't no, know. I mean, like like in animes that you like, what did, do you like 
believable story heavy fillers you're not against or you don't like like random comedy related fillers that don't have anything to do with the main story or do you prefer it to be story adjacent like the random comedy uh fillers are, are cool if it's like like one or two episodes you know what i mean you know how they'll just like throw an episode in there and all of a sudden everybody will go play baseball or something like or just some random thing they do and it has nothing to do with it like that, that that's a high uh, but then other fillers like uh, like a, like a whole arc like if it if it builds on the characters or their backstories or if it if it uh, fills out the world more like it adds more depth to the world and stuff like that's what I like I like details like see in One Piece the fillers before the time skip were a lot better because they fit into the actual story and they they progress seamlessly and you wouldn't even notice them if you didn't look up that it was a filler. However, after the time skip, there's a lot of, like, random comedy arcs that don't really have anything to do with what's going on. Like, there's a filler where you'll, like, flashback to a non-canon, like, Japanese-style era where all of the characters are reimagined and their stories and etc. Like, it's it's like that sort of thing. Mm. Okay. So, um, no characters really, like, grow or you get more information on them necessarily. It's all just... Optional, but um, they're like reimagined. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. I'd probably like if I liked the anime, I'd probably still want to watch it. Maybe like uh, like with Bleach, uh, just just because Bleach is so long and it has so many fillers, like that one where it goes a hundred years in the past. You know, um, like I didn't even I didn't even consider that a filler, but then I heard other people calling it fillers. And other people complaining about it, and it's like me, like I love that one, like because it, it told the backstory of everything. You got to see Kisuke when he was a captain. You know what I mean? That's yeah. all. That's all canon to my knowledge. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like to me, like that was canon. That's throw. But I guess other people was like, let's get back to the, the story. The, Kis- the Kisuke backstory was how the visors came about, how Eisen started his plan back then. How yeah. can they consider that filler? I don't know, but um. I've just I've heard people even complain about that, but to me it's like no, that's the kind of filler I want, like expanding on it. You know what I mean? People usually just complain that it's filler whenever it's not forwarding the narrative all the way through. They don't yeah. like retcons or flashbacks, etc. They'll just call it filler. It's the same with Naruto. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, so, uh, you ever been to any anime conventions? I've been to one. I went to Acon with Azrael. All right, you got any funny stories? Me sitting in a. The sword fighting room, like for twenty four hours, just hitting people with a pole arm. Well, he he was in a room all day. I actually went around talking to people and going to like seminars and trying to meet voice actors. At the same at the same convention, I actually met like a uh, Masako X and General Ivan and uh, uh, Scott from Team Four Star. Mm. Um, when you say. You, you went around talking to random people. Like, you just went up to random people? Yeah. Like, just complimenting them on their... Oh, okay. Like, cosplayers and stuff? Oh, yeah. okay. I got you. I went around, like, battling people on my Pokemon game, too. Oh, what game was that? I believe it was black and white at the time. Yeah. It was like the the con put that out there and organized it or something? Uh, not necessarily. It was kind of just a okay. just a gathering of Pokemon fans. I remember there was one year where the con did organize whatever current generation was out, and they had like uh, I don't know if it was actual gym leaders or 
But it was places you went and you battled people and then you got like a gym badge or something. I think it was Akon. I don't think it was there the year I was there. No. Oh, okay. How, how many events did? Just one right now. Just, uh, you just went one time? Yeah. Oh, okay. And you? Once. Because oh, right. he went with me when, we, when I drove up there. Oh, really? You know what I would like to do is uh, when we um, get more episodes out, like like I'd like to have you back on the show if you'd want to be back on the show. And you know, and and you too, Asma, and, and make more episodes. And once this once it gets out there more, one of the things I think it'd be cool to do is get like shirts made, and then like we all go to the convention together. You know what I mean? And just walk just walking around would make people be like, "Oh, what's that?" You know what I'm saying? And then we could even make like little business card flyer type things that just you know like you know even like Vistaprint. It's not even that expensive for like a thousand of them. And we just go hand them out here. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Even if they throw them on the floor or something, like somebody's gonna see it. But like, what's that? You know what I mean? That's cool. We leave a stack. Go ask. Go to each little booth. Can we leave a stack of this right here? You know what I mean? Something like that. Just you know, get it out there because that's anime conventions. You know what I mean? It's a bunch of anime fans and stuff. And then we might even find people to do interviews with out there on the spot or something, or or get on the show later. Like that. 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 That's. That's one of my ideas on how to like the direction to take the show in. You know what I'm saying? It's just uh, you, you know, like the description says, like I'm not, I don't be, I don't be saying like we're experts or nothing, or I'm gonna have like, you know, what I'm saying professionals on the show or anything. You're almost a professional voice actor, but you know what I mean, like uh, you flattery. It's just uh, you know, it's an anime podcast for people that like to talk about anime. You know what I mean? We we don't take ourselves too serious on the show, but at the same time, when I say it, it performs slightly above average, maybe not right now, but that's. That's the level I want to get it to get get it to, because if you look up anime podcasts, like they're all alright. You know, so I don't want to say none of them are trash or bad. I think they're just kind of like exactly what we're doing, and it's just when people hear the people talking and what they're talking about, it's like either they relate to it or they don't. You know, so they choose which one they want to listen to or whatever. I just want to be slightly better than I. You know what I'm saying? And we get out there somehow. And uh, have you heard? Have you uh, seen the anime store at the mall? I ain't been in the mall in a while. Yeah, so they actually they have a like a, like a full blown dedicated anime store. I like got the mall now, and then uh, it, it's small. It's small, but it is there. And then they have another store that's like um, it's called like Entertainment Hub or something. And it's it, it think of Hastings. But smaller, and that's exactly what it's like. DVDs, games, books, old school records, like old school game stuff. like, And then they have a whole manga and anime section, plushies, and all that. So that's pretty cool, too. And then somewhere in Robinson, they opened up a, a anime store. As I think it's still open. That's been open for a while. So one of the things like um, that I was also thinking about doing is like going to check out those places, but meeting with like the owners... Maybe not the bigger one, like the Hasten type one, but like the smaller one. Going to be like, hey man, you know, kind of get you on the show one day, you know what I mean? And then like, we'll do a promotion for your store. Let me leave this stack of cards right here, you know what I mean? Or give them out to every receipt, you know, hand out one of our cards or something, you know what I mean? Because it's just something like that. Yeah. But yeah. I just remember the last anime I was watching was GDL and Arc 5. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, like, like how, how should I explain it? Like, should I talk about the, what I didn't like about the ending, or... Maybe not the ending, just to show itself, maybe. Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, it's, it's a Yu-Gi-Oh anime called uh, Arc 5. Yeah. And it's, we'll call it non-canon in a way, but it's basically you have... Each of the different summoning techniques are a different dimension. You have the prime dimension, which is kind of like the pendulum dimension, etc., etc. You have the fusion dimension, which their special summoning technique would be fusion. Then you have the seize dimension and the synchro dimension. They're all in different planes of existence. But in the show, someone develops something to be able to tra- to travel between the different dimensions. And this character wants to basically subjugate and combine all the dimensions into one world. Essentially, and because doing both of those things at the same time just sounded like a good idea. So, is it bringing characters from like the other other ones? It does bring older characters from some like, of the previous, like Yugi's back in there series. Uh, not not Yugi. It's like characters from the Zexal era, from the Five Ds era, and the GX era. Okay. Yeah, um, um, I've seen I've seen the first. The original Yu-Gi-Oh, but that's it. After that, I the original Yu-Gi-Oh was kind of like the Wild West as far as anime goes. There was a lot of like very weird rulings and stuff like that, like monsters on the ground not being able to attack monsters in the air and lots of other crazy stuff like that. But later on, they kind of got like a little bit more structure to the the anime stories and. Did you did you hear about the the manga of how it started off? I didn't like the original Yu Gi Oh. So apparently, you heard about? It? Yeah, I do. It started as him doing like random games, usually types of board games, yeah, stuff like that. Actually, did I hear about that? They were um, shadow games or something. Or? Yeah, usually like they would play games, but like their soul would be on the line. Yeah, it was usually against like a criminal or a bully or something. Yugi would enter a shadow game in which he would like usually challenge the other player. I remember there was one instance where him and the other person had to roll a dice. And whoever got the bigger number would lose. Yugi rolled a six. And of course the other person, like in their arrogance, believing that they couldn't lose, basically just threw the dice at Yugi. And when it hit him, it actually broke in half, and it ended up landing on a six and a one, <laughs> which ended up being seven. So he ended up losing the game. Dang. Yeah, and um, yeah. So apparently, like each chapter of the manga featured a different game, and when it got to the one of a card game similar to like um, um, like uh, what's it called, Monster Magic? The Ma- Magic. Why, why did I say Monster Magic? The Gathering. I'm tripping. Um, uh, Magic, um, it's a game kind of like that. Um, they got all kind of kids writing into the the makers of the manga saying, like, what is that game? Is that a real game? Like, can we get that game? And so then they decided, oh, this is the direction we need to go in. We got all the kids' attention. And so that's kind of what they did. And Yu-Gi-Oh! was born. And then, uh, you know about all the guns in Yu-Gi-Oh? I actually don't. Yeah, so apparently... <laughs> you know about it, right? Yeah. So apparently every time oh, in the original Yu-Gi-Oh, every, every time where you see them pointing their fingers, like pointing their fingers at somebody like that, they were originally guns. 
I think, but when they brought it to America, they and if you go back and you pause it and look, you can tell like their hand something's not right. Like, oh yeah, I can see it now. I think four kids was like famous for doing that. It was yeah, a lot of enemies. they somehow thought you know like this is towards kids, so we don't want to put all these guns. Like Kaiba's men, like um, they, they they bust into a room and they they they're pointing their fingers like this, and it was really they busted in, pulled out their guns, and apparently it was a lot of that. <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah, that tripped me out. <laughs> Heck yeah, and um, so uh, let's see. Well, um, we talked about Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh. Did you ever get a Digimon? Oh yeah. Um, wh- or which season? I've I've seen every season. Oh yeah. I haven't finished uh, Digimon Fusion or X Roar Wars because uh. It's the last part of his and sub. I got to get on it someday. Mm, okay. Um, I watched it back in the day when it came out. I think the first season was a classic. And I don't think the Data Squad is all that bad as much people say it is. Uh, what season is that? It's four or five. Oh, okay. Now, uh, I stopped watching it after season three. Like, I almost didn't watch season three. Like, I remember, you know, because I was younger back then. And um, I remember season one came out. It was awesome. Season two came out. And I, and, and when I seen it involved, like, the like they brought back the original characters and stuff, like, that pulled me into that one more. That's why I liked it. Like, if it would have started off brand new with Davis and them, like, I probably wouldn't have liked it. But because it was, like, in the same world, it was a continuation, like like that that pulled me in, and then with season three, like I was like, man, I ain't even watching this no more. But then I saw how it, it was like in our world, and the the show, season one and season two was like a cartoon to them, and the card game was a card game, and it was more dark and more mature. And I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty awesome. Tamers is also uh, not Tamers. Dare Squad is also a little bit more mature because the main characters are no longer like. Young kids are kind of like teenagers or young adults, etc. They're kind of like on a task force esque situation. Oh, okay. Was that the newest ones or no? This is this is one of the older ones. I think the I'm not sure which is the newest one because the most recent one I've watched is Digimon Fusion. Didn't you say that was one where they took like 20 Digimon fused them together into a giant Megazord looking thing? <laughs> yeah, it gets crazy. You see the ones with the watches. Like, watches. Bandai's been pushing these watches. I, I, I see them on Facebook all the time. And it's like, uh, the, the new Digivice is a watch. And it's like a smart watch. But when you, when you wear it, you'll actually see it. And as you're walking, it's like he walks. Huh? And it has battles and stuff. It's kind of like the Digivice, the old Digivice toys. Uh-huh. But it's, a, it's like a smart-looking watch now. It's kind of like a Pokewalker-looking thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is apparently going to be the new... I forgot what it's called. I don't know if they dropped the show yet or if they're even going to drop the show. It might just be some experimental stuff Bandai came out with or something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, really, I, I I didn't see nothing after season three. I've just seen like little clips and stuff. I did see where they did the Digimon Adventure, like the six movies or something. Yeah. Where they brought it back. That was pretty cool. And then they did a reboot, right, of the original? They, I they believe re- so. I haven't checked it out though. Man, I heard it was trash. <laughs> I would know, but like that, man, I would kind of want to check out that one because you know it was the originals. But I heard they, um, they just, they just messed it up. 
So, I mean, it sounds like they probably would. That's probably why I haven't heard about it. Yeah. But uh, I know the card game came back out. The newer card game, it looked pretty cool. I was seeing that on Facebook a lot, too. I've been wanting to try to play that, but I don't want to play it like the actual TCG card game. I'd rather play it as, like, an emulator or an actual video game. Yeah. But I remember having, like... The initial Digimon cards that came out and not knowing what to do with them. Yeah, no, I had those too. I still got them there in storage somewhere. That was actually a pretty cool game. It was way easier to learn than Pokemon. I never got the hang of Pokemon cards. No, <laughs> I never figured out how to play legit. Like <laughs> and the friends I had too. Like like we in elementary school, we would throw them down and we would use the HP number and we throw them down like war. Like who had the who had the highest number one. <laughs> Heck yeah. Because um, it's like I somehow failed to learn that, which apparently ain't hard to learn. I somehow figured out how to play Yu Gi Oh! after like two years. Oh, Yu Gi Oh! is pretty cool too. Yeah, I learned how to play that, um, like the original game. But once they started going all crazy and adding all the different rules and everything, yeah, I, I ain't recognize it no more. Uh, well, uh, have you seen Black Clover? I have not. It's, oh, on, it's on the list, though. I hear a lot of good things oh, about man. it. You, yeah, you got to watch it. Like I hear a lot of people saying that it's like it's a Naruto clone, etc. Like, stuff like that. I don't really know the extent. They, they said that a lot in the beginning. And you can kind of see it. But um, I, I said the same thing in like one of the previous episodes. Uh, they said that you can kind of see it. Like, it did definitely builds off the its predecessors. Like Naruto and Bleach, you can kind of see see that in there, but then it just goes off and it becomes its own thing, and it's uh, it's pretty awesome. I'm I'm caught up in the anime now, and I watched a YouTube video about the manga, and I kind of spoiled some things, but it just makes me want to watch it more though. And I don't want to say anything because that's like, if it's true, then it's like something that was going on since like the the beginning of the uh, of the first season, and it's like you never saw it coming. If it turns out to be true, so like if if you're if it's on your to watch list, like don't watch anything about it. Just watch it. Oh yeah, it's like on my top five right now. Yeah, because if it's true what they're saying, then it's like everything we know was a lie. <laughs> you know what I mean kind of thing like it's one of those kind of things like I don't know I don't know the extent of it but like without spoilers could you give like a a quick synopsis of of what it is what it's about of what I'm expecting I know it's about like mages and magic etc already okay so um there's four kingdoms and they're based like on the symbols on a deck of cards there's the diamond kingdom the spade kingdom the clover kingdom and the heart kingdom and so Black Clover, like they they take place in the Clover Kingdom. And so each kid, when they turn a certain age, I forgot how old it is, maybe like 15 or something like that. I don't know, something like that. The, they get their grimoire, which is basically a spell book. And um, one thing I mentioned in another episode is that if, if there's one thing I don't like about it is that, and this, this, this kind of comes from a, uh, from a Christian perspective, is they call it grimoires because grimoires are real. They're like medieval spell books and stuff, right? And part of my testimony of how I got saved in the first place is I was like uh, researching. I would research all kind of crazy stuff, different religions, like all kinds of things. 
and I was dabbling into the occult and like ritualistic and ceremonious, uh, ceremonial black magic, uh, from stuff that's like out of the pages of actual grimoires that are like in museums in Britain, in Great Britain somewhere, you know what I'm saying? And so that, that, so that, that's the thing that I, I, that's, to me, for me personally, that's my only complaint. They actually called them grimoires. So if people go and look up grimoires, they'll be able, they'll find like reprints of actual grimoires. There's a lot of fake ones, but there, you know, you can find real ones too. And so that's something like, oh man, why do that? But it, essentially they're, they're, they're spell books. And so they each get a, a grimoire. They have like a little leather, um, sheath that they keep it in, like as if it's a sword or something. And it com- it comes out and it like kind of floats in front of them so they don't have to hold it. And each time they learn a new technique, like the page flips and then the blank page fills in. And they have like certain, um, uh, for the most part, elemental powers. You know, it might be like, um, like fire, ice, wind, water. But then it could be like a variation. It could be like metal. Uh, the main character, uh, actually has, uh, and like, and you'll learn from the first episode, he has no magic at all and no power. And then, um, later on, um, he, 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 he gets, uh, I, I don't want to tell you everything, but he gets anti-magic. And so that's a big thing. And then, um, is, uh, is Asta as annoying as everyone says, or does he kind of calm down later? Uh, he's, he's, Maybe, is that maybe, <laughs> maybe he is. I don't like. I like. Like he, he, I, he, kind of would probably be kind of annoying in real life, but then he's kind of cool too. He's like he's real hyper, but since he doesn't have any magic, he trains. Uh, he, 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 he has like real uh, a large amount of physical strength because since he didn't have no magic, he's just trained. Put his body through hardcore training. You know what I mean? So a lot of times it shows him like he's swole, he's ripped. So then, uh. That's a made version of Rock Lee. Yeah, kinda. And then so the, so the Clover Kingdom has, uh, the Magic Knight squads. And this is where it kinda looks similar to Bleach. They have the different squads. And there's like, um, 9, 10, 11, 12. I don't remember how many. But then each squad has their captain. And then they all have their names and like their colors and stuff. And, um, Asta, uh, gets accepted into the Black Bulls, which were like, are like the, the rejects. They're like the, the ones with the worst reputation. And, um, they're, they're known as like all the rejects, you know what I mean? And the captain kind of picks people like that. He picks people that like, he sees something in them that other people don't, or he sees something that like they, they, they want to be a magic knight, but like, because of the way they look or their power, they're looked down or they're a commoner. That's a whole big thing. And they're the whole social, the whole social class structure. They have like your royalty, your royalty, your nobility, and then you have your commoner. And it's like, it's all up in there. And the royals look down on the commoners. And then, um, so without giving too much away, that's what it's about. And so the magic knights protect the kingdom from the other kingdoms and then from within their own kingdom. I don't want to spoil it. I heard something about elves or something like that. Yeah, there is a... So, there used to, so, so, so there's like different magical races and creatures that live in the worlds. And in the Clover Kingdom, um, there was a race of elves that they had like their own territory or own kingdom within with or near it or something. And they were at peace. 
And the first Wizard King had fell in love with like a, a elf princess. Oh, I don't know if they had kings, but she'd be the equivalent of like the uh, elf princess, I guess. I don't know, but um, and so they were they were cool with it though, and it was gonna be like they were gonna unite the 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 humans and the elves, you know what I mean? And this was gonna be like a new era. The kingdoms were gonna come together. And then um, a devil stepped in. They have like their own demonic race um, from hell or the netherworld. I forgot what they call it there. Like, you know, it's like the demonic realm. And uh, so a devil stepped in and started manipulating everything. And all the elves were massacred. And it was made to look like that the, that the humans were responsible. And so this whole conspiracy goes on like 500 years later or something like that. And then it continues to play out. And then that, that's something right there. Yeah. Without giving too much away. <laughs> is this, uh, I'm trying to figure out how the way I can say this. Is this anti-magic special to Asta or is it a prophecy thing? Well, uh, so when they get, so when they get this with the grimoires, like, like each town has like a, a special place where they go. And so in Asta's village, he goes and, um, his brother, his brother, you know, goes, they're both orphans. They were found on the, on the doorstep of a monastery and they were adopted by the priest there and like the nun. And, um, so they go to, uh, this place and this Gandalf looking dude. Um, is like the, the wizard over in charge and basically books fly off the shelf and go to the person they're meant for. And so, um, you know, gets a, so, so the Clover Kingdom's grimoires have clovers on them. Most people have three leaf clovers, you know, you know, gets a four leaf clover. And so that's like a big deal because the first wizard king had a four leaf clover grimoire. And then there's like a legend that, the four leaves on the clover stand for something. I don't remember what it is, but it's like love, hope, courage, or something like that, right? You know what I mean? And uh, but then they, then there's a, then the the whole thing you'll hear throughout the beginning series is that, but uh, there's a a fifth leaf, and the clovers with five leaves. The fifth leaf is said to be the one that the devil lives in, and then so Asa doesn't get one. He's heartbroken. And he's like outside that place and they get attacked and he he doesn't have any like magic to use and he has to do something. So and then this book flies out of somewhere and hits him and then a, like a sword comes out of it. And then it's like the sword is an anti-magic sword. And so that becomes his grimoire. And he doesn't know where it came from or why he has it. But um, like this sword comes out of it and then. Uh, he's able to wield anti-magic. Cool. And it gets a lot more complicated, but... And I've seen some stuff about that, and there's, like, some theories about that, and if that's true, it's, like, it's mind-blowing. But uh, I don't want to give none of that away. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Let's see, you said the last anime you... Oh, we already talked about it? Yeah, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. What about any, um... Any, uh, Mobile Suit? Or, like, Gundam or, or Mecha? anime i've seen them but i haven't gone too far into them i've seen like a little tiny bit of gundam wing mm-hmm. classic um 
You watched it back then or what? Yeah, back in the day. You ever seen the eighth MS team? I watched it with him. Uh, what'd you think? You watched the whole thing? Like that one clip. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, okay. Uh, I don't know. To me, Gundams, man, I, I'm not too big on it. Uh, I mean, no, I am, but not on all of them. I'm just big on the ones that I'm fans of. Like Gundam Wing back in the day, that's a classic. Eighth MS team, Gundam Zero Zero, and then I checked out Iron Blooded Orphans. But other than that, I don't know. They did that weird chibi one back in the day. You remember what I'm talking about? Uh, SD Gundam. SD Gundam, yeah. Uh, that one was kind of weird. But yeah. Uh, what's up, man? Y'all got anything else? Have you ever watched uh, Fairy Tale? Yeah. Uh, I forgot what season I left off on. I'm on the the arc. It's like an arc or two before the the final arc. It's I'm like on the the arc with like the astral spiritus, like with the the the, the celestial keys and that sort of thing, where they're revolting against everyone else. Um, like so the right before they go to the parallel world. Where there's like another Natsu and another everybody. Edelus. Uh, that's where I left off at before they go there. So you haven't made it to the, the Magic Terminator yet. The Magic Terminator? <laughs> <laughs> the Magic Tournament. Oh, no, I guess not. Uh-uh. Uh, it was sick. Uh, like, uh, what did you like about it? Did you think that it was as... Did it deserve all the flack that it gets? Like, you know, people kind of like call it a friendly tale, etc., as a contingency of why you shouldn't watch it because there's like so much camaraderie and stuff like that. I liked it. Uh, from what I remember, like I watched it all back then. I don't think it was new, new, but it, it was kind of new back then when I first watched it. And then where, wherever I left off, like right before that happens, uh, I haven't gone back to pick it up, although I want to. From what I remember, yeah, I liked it. I mean, I thought it was good. The beginning, uh, the intro, that's what always got me. It got, it got me excited to watch it. Um, I love Snow Fairy. Huh? Snow Fairy is the name of the first opening. The one with the guys talking? No, it's a little bit later. It's not the very, very beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's where the narrator comes in, and uh, he's talking about... Man, I don't even remember what it says anymore. But... Um, it's like this epic opening narration dialogue about... Reminds me of like Seven Deadly Sins. World of Magic or something. Yeah. It's okay, in, I, it's, I, I think it's in fairy tale. I can't remember. It's been a while. Like I know that Seven Deadly Sins has like a monologue before each episode. Yeah. I know Black Clover did that too for a whole minute. That's what, uh, that's what made me... Uh, that's what made me like it too because it reminded me of that. But from from what I remember, Fairy Tale had that for a while. If it was just like for one season or something, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it was cool though. You remember the the Dragon Slayers? Yeah. Uh, was it um like Natsu Loxus? Natsu that 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 steel one. Yeah, Gajiel. Loxus was that lightning one or something? Yes, Windy. But he was like a fake one, right? He was like an artificial one. Yes, he was a. I can't remember which generation he was. He had a lacrima implanted into him. Into him. That's how he got his dragon slayer powers. I think mo- the majority of them are you meet after Edelos. Or no, you should have met. You should have met Wendy by now. Is it female? Yes. 
What she looked like? Little girl, blue hair. Maybe, yeah, possibly. She joined from the Kate Shelter Guild. Yeah, that. yeah. Uh, her and um, it was in the the same Gray, with the Gray had a thing going on, or is that not? No, Gray's not a dragon slayer. No, but I'm talking about her and Gray had like a thing. My, no, that's totally. Oh, it's a different that's, girl. That's, that's Juvia. The, she has blue yeah. hair too. Though, Juvia right? is yeah. from the same okay. the same guild as Gajiel. Uh, Wendy had the other little cat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. I do. I do remember her. Then I remember the other cat. Yeah. Wendy has wind magic. She's a, right. a wind dragon slayer. Yeah. It's been a whole minute. Did you recently watch it? No, nah, this this is actually it's just popping into my head. This is one of the animes I used to watch back in the day. Oh, you're just a big fan of it, yeah? Because uh, you remember these names and stuff. Like it's coming back to me, but it's like, dang, I don't remember all that. Somebody had the what the the lacrima implanted in. Yeah, it's like a crystal that gave him yeah. his, his powers. That's crazy. Yeah, but no, I definitely want to go back and uh, and uh, check it out. Uh, so, do you, do you have like uh, Netflix or Hulu or? I have Netflix. Um, was, do you watch animation on, on anime on there or what? Yes, when I have the time. Did you check out any uh, Netflix originals? Any worth mentioning or Tekken? I haven't checked out Tekken yet. Could you give me like an example? Like I'm drawing a blank right well, now. Well, like ne- so, like Netflix has a bunch of. Uh, well, other than Seven Deadly Sins, other than Seven Deadly Sins. Oh yeah, that, well that's one worth mentioning. That's a good one. Well, what was your opinion of it? A lot of people, a lot of people hate Seven Deadly Sins because of animation, et cetera, et cetera. What's your personal opinion? I liked it. <laughs> it like, was like, cool. like, what was your favorite thing? The characters, the powers, the world. Um, it was cool. Um, Meliodas, his power, uh, like a full reversal, or what was it? What was it? Um, it was full counter. Um, full counter. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. And then learning that um, he's not a little kid. He was just like stuck in that form. All right, and then um, I haven't seen the re- the rest of it though. I I, I watched the whole get- first season. I watched like the three or four episodes, like in between they came out with signs of a holy war. And then uh, he's he's leaving with Merlin, which turned out to be a female. And he's leaving with Merlin, and then after that, I haven't I, I didn't watch no more. I haven't so, gone so back. So you to you, it ha- out. you haven't met like a uh, Eskino or anything like that, have you? The name sounds familiar. He's he's one of the sins, but you don't meet him until like one of the later seasons. Oh no no! I've seen the fight scene on YouTube. That's how I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. Which which fight? Him versus Garland? Uh, Garland. Yeah, the name sounds familiar. What color was he? He was like he's like red. He was yeah. a suit of armor. Yeah, he was like he was in armor, or he was like a demon or something. He's he's a demon or Esarosa. He has like silver hair. Nah, it was the the red or, or violet looking one, something like that. Magenta. Uh, <laughs> but it was cool though. But yeah, and then um the reason I just asked is because uh I don't know if you know what happened with Funimation and Crunchyroll here lately. They, they merged, right? Mm-hmm. So since two thousand seventeen, like I had Funimation and that's where I would watch it um all my dubs. And I would watch all the a lot of the anime I'd watch. And um so they merged and everything's going to Crunchyroll. And so just last week or the beginning of this week, my Funimation, I was painted by the year and it was going to be up. So I canceled it 
because I was like, oh, they're merging. And they're already telling you all over the app, like, the future is Crunchyroll. And I got an email for, like, a three a free three, month, three months or two months to try it out first. So I was like, oh, that's cool. So I canceled it before I got charged for a whole other year. And then I uh, looked on Crunchyroll, and the transition apparently is like a slow transition. So they only have like 10 or 12 dubs total. And so apparently the plan is at some point they will have Funimation's entire library and all the dubs and everything. Like they will be fully merged. But it, uh, people on YouTube were saying like it might not be fully done until like next year. And then so I was like, well, I'm just going to check out all the Netflix originals and Hulu exclusives. And then I got HBO Max, so I'll check out some stuff on there. So, yeah. So that's why I was asking if you checked out any. I checked out Seven Deadly Sins, but. Is there, that, is there any other Netflix originals you can think of right off the top of my head to jog memory? Um, man, if you look them up, you'll find like a whole. There was more than I even thought. Like, they won't even be Netflix originals. They'll just be exclusives because Netflix acquired the rights to them. And so there's there's some good ones on there. I, I don't like. I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not a big fan of the CGI stuff they do. I don't know if you've seen that. You seen that? Not too much. You, you saw you saw Knights of Sidonia? No, no I've oh. heard of it, but I haven't actually watched it. That was their first an, uh, Netflix original anime. They came out with heavy CGI, but it was cool. Uh, it, it was it's kind of like a, a, a mecha or like mobile suit kind of thing, but it takes place like way in the future. Humanity's like floating like on a space station it's far off in space somewhere battling some alien force and so it was kind of cool Knights of Sidonia that reminds me of that just a song from Guitar Hero yeah maybe oh, it might be on oh, the theme song I think it's probably like Muse or one of those bands but other than that um nah I know I know they like to do the CGI animation I, I think it's cheaper huh I believe so. Probably so. That's why I'm not a big fan of it. If the story's good, I'll watch it. But like at first glance, it kind of turns me off right away. But lately, they've been doing like a hybrid thing where it looks like traditional anime, but at the same time, it kind of looks like CGI. Like that's clean. I like that. Yeah. Um, probably something closer to like um, Nino Kuni or uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Kind of like how it almost looks like a hybrid, like a blend sometimes. Yeah, something like that. That's cool. Yeah. And then, um, you, you see any of Studio Ghibli? What's the anime about Studio Ghibli? It sounds familiar, um, but... Spirit Away? Yeah. Yeah, Spirit Away. Um, they're like the they're like the Disney of anime. Like, they released a lot of classics, like, way back in the day. They, they make movies. So, it, Spirited Away is, like, one of their famous ones. Like uh, Princess, um, yeah, Princess Minoko or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen a couple of those. Uh, I have a, I have HBO Max for free for my phone service, and HBO Max happens to have all the Studio Ghibli films. I don't know if it's Ghibli or Ghibli. I always look it up and I remember, and then I forget, and I feel like I always switch it up. So if anybody's mad at me for saying it like that, you know, just deal with it. Uh, but uh, if you want to see the movies, go look on HBO Max. They got them all on there. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, what's up? Anything else before we close it out? No, we're, we're kind of running on fumes unless you had, unless you wanted to, like, talk about that Pokemon battle. I don't think it's really that interesting. The battle we had when we first met. The one where you sent out a level 70 Ron Paul does. 
Yeah, I can't really. You can probably remember better than I can. Almost said, go, go ahead, Asmir. Let's, let's hear that real quick. Close it out with that. Yeah. I don't know if it went too well. I remember with my team. I think I started off with them a lot at actually level 100. And he took out the level 70 around part of those. And he got one shot. I think, what was the rest of your team? It's been so long. This was like in 07, I think. Because I remember you got through three of my Pokemon, which was the Melodic, Metagross, and a Groudon. Because this was during Generation 4? Yeah, it had to have been. If I had my Pearl, I probably had a Rose Raid, a Torterra, a Rampardos. Because for whatever reason, I think you had five Pokemon, and one of them was a little 70 Rampardos. I think you got a Mew and a Mewtwo. I did. <laughs> a Latios. My team was like, jank. It was just all the legendaries. <laughs> and the Kyogre was the last thing on my team. It's been a while. So, what, what happened? He ended up winning, but uh, that's what kickstarted our friendship. Was you sending out a Rampardos, and I'm sitting there staring at it like, this is not going to, this is going to get ugly real quick. <laughs> and our Pokemon battles have gotten like a lot better since then, but not much else. I wasn't really used to battling people very much back then, so I kind of just did whatever I want. And whenever I met him, I kind of had to change up everything. <laughs> uh, so, so that's how y'all met? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's what's up. Uh, was that it? Pretty much. We're good for now. Okay. All right. Well, uh, everybody listening, I want to say I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for listening to another episode of the Anime Podcast. This is uh, probably the longest episode we got so far. But uh, I actually wanted to try to make an extended episode on purpose to see how it does. Because podcast listeners, there's, there's podcast listeners out there that like really long episodes. Like, I've, I've even seen anime podcasts that are like, three or four hour episodes. Like, I ain't going to do nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? But people listen to it. At least in my experience and other people's experience, they like the background noise while they're doing house for Oh yeah. Definitely. And then sometimes when they, when they start listening to the show and then it stops, it, it's like silence or it feels like what I listen to now. Like I wish there was more of them I could listen to. And so I don't know, maybe we'll, we will catch those people like that. Maybe in Germany, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe in Virginia or Washington, you know what I'm saying? Uh, everybody listening. Um, I think it was before we started recording, I started talking about what states and countries we had listeners in. But uh, we appreciate y'all all listening. Go connect with us on the Twitter page. And uh, until next time, any final, any final? Please, if you can, write your comment in English. Yeah. But yeah, if you, if you wanted to, to request any, for me to possibly do any impressions, don't... Expect a lot. Just comment who you think I might be able to do or any lines from anyone that I mentioned from DBZ or Bridge, and I can try to accommodate you. Yeah. All right. We'll catch y'all next time.